0: Welcome to It's All Fine and Angie, where we talk about community, health, culture, and all of the big and little things that make life good. Here are your hosts, Dan and Angie. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 67 of the It's All Fine and Angie podcast with your hosts, Dan and Angie. With
1: your host with the most.
0: Your hostesses. No, that's female.
1: Hostesses. Hostesses. Hosts, your hosts,
0: and I was you know, trying no, to say the plural version. I,
1: I never know anymore. It's like it used to be. I think people would say actress, and now they say actor for everyone. So I don't know. I think it works. It's interchangeable yeah. for me.
0: Host plural. That's what hosts. 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 <laughs> Hostess. It's like you don't get that s in the end, though. That's no. why I wanted to say like hostesses. It is hard but that's to say. Right.
1: It is hard to say. So anyway, welcome welcome to the show guys. We uh, are not doing a Facebook Live this week and um, you know it's just been really crazy. Today's show, this week's show I should say, is going to be mostly light and breezy I guess. We're gonna stay on uh, some light topics. We don't have a guest this week, but we are taking a break from Facebook Live for a little while while we regroup and we wanna make sure Mm -hmm. that the live shows that we do are very interactive for you guys And honestly, with the home renovation and everything that we have going on that everyone's probably tired of hearing about, it's just, uh, it's a good time for us to take a little bit of a break from Facebook Live, but we will go back to doing it. Mm
0: -hmm. We will, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think we'll be doing Skype calls with our interviews, you know, with the upcoming interviews that we have for um, rest of June and July. Um, we'll probably be doing those for a little while, but I'm very excited to get back in the field. Oh my goodness, I so am too. And get people in our studio signing our little studio wall and just that fun kind of interaction with our guests. So but we do have some great guests lined up. So um we are excited for those who will be coming on the show within the next um month or so. And, um, but it's just us today.
1: Well, that's okay. It's we good. are
0: our own guests today. So, we are. hey, but we like to talk to each other. So yes, there we do. go.
1: <laughs> and, and this kind of reminds me of, uh, when the podcast was first getting going, we did, I think we'd more often did shows without guests. Yeah. And, uh, so it's kind of yeah. cool sometimes.
0: Yeah. And we have some videos of us like in our little tiny studio that was in our bedroom that
1: was pretty cool there's though. like
0: throwback videos that that's what we should have put up tonight like a throwback a of video throwback of us sitting at our tiny little little podcast station well, which course, was really cool did
1: we do um videos of those though i don't we remember did, doing.
0: we did some facebook lives
1: oh we did, we did i remember early on up, i mm-hmm. set up triple cameras and had it cut between different angles and yeah. stuff that was fun
0: yeah you might have to experiment with that again. Anyway, we just wanted to see how everybody is doing tonight, how everybody's holding up because things are still not, well, we call it the new normal now, but things aren't back to like what our normal life is. Yes, And um, and, yeah, I know we all get kind of tired of maybe talking about it sometimes, but it's still out there. It's still a thing, COVID-19. It's still affecting our community. And uh, we just want to see how everybody's doing. We're Doing okay on our end here. Oh, yeah. Still staying safe and, um, Helping to protect others by wearing our masks when we go out well, we are and, doing that. you know, being as diligent as we can with that. So, um, we just want to see how you guys are doing and hopefully everybody is doing well and staying healthy and nobody in your, you know, family or circle has been affected by this thing yeah. as far as the actual disease.
1: Yeah, I know. and know the numbers are up and I, you know, there's a running debate. I don't want to get into the debate. We are Matt. We are supporters of the mask and trying to cut down on the thing, but... We do keep asking you guys how you're doing with the virus. I know we've done a couple shows about uh, the virus, and I think at least one where we kind of really dedicated some time to talk about it. But I was thinking about this the other night. This whole staying at home thing—it's—it's it's really sort of a, a psychological challenge for a lot of people, and I think. Yeah. It, I think it's easier. You know, for if you have like a big family and you're at home mm-hmm. with the family, but if you're not, I could see it being more challenging. Yeah,
0: I don't know, it might be pretty psychologically challenging for those parents who maybe have a lot of children. It's a,
1: <laughs> a good point,
0: <laughs> so it may be a little bit challenging for them as well. Um, but you know what? I thought about you know, we wear a mask when we go out, and the other day when I was, um, I was out, I thought. I was going to take a picture of myself with a mask and say, wearing is caring.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Because it's
0: not really about you. No. You know what I mean? No, not at all. Like, I tell, um, I have the conversation all the time. I'm not really too worried about myself. I'm not worried about myself Because I feel like my body will do what it needs to do to fight a a virus. You know what I mean? Like, that is the natural order of things. Sure. But I do wear the mask to protect others that even if they're making the decision to go outside without the mask, I feel like I don't want that weight on my shoulders of, of thinking I might have been exposed to somebody and then I might have passed it along to them.
1: Absolutely. You know, agree.
0: And, and, you know, and I, I will say that, you know, have I been in contact with people that, you know, neither of us are wearing a mask? Yes, but you do try to keep a little bit of a distance. Yeah, and, that six feet um, thing so yeah that you you it's kind of really hard not to sometimes um but you're still being careful with who you're you know around right i totally
1: agree and i think wearing
0: is caring that's gonna be my hashtag hashtag.
1: get it trending that would be (laughs) awesome but you raise a very interesting point because i don't wear a mask for myself either i i am this is gonna sound weird but I'm either convinced that we may have already had it because we went through a little stint there early on where we were mm-hmm. around people who were sick and then we didn't feel great for a week. But I'm not, I, I'm not wearing the mask for that. I'm wearing it just like you said to protect the other people that are at higher risk. Yeah. And I guess in my mind, I feel like if some data comes out later and they're like, oh, you didn't need to wear the mask. Okay, cool. No harm, no foul. But if it's continues to be confirmed that you really needed to wear the mask and yeah. you didn't oof that's bad so yeah. so to me it's a small gesture and uh, i mean
0: really technically i believe that when flu season's here that we should be wearing a mask around people that might be more susceptible to and it and maybe that'll know?
1: set the stage for that yeah, yeah i'm totally fine with doing that. that's a minor you know, inconvenience there has to
0: be a balance with it though you yeah. know because wearing a mask all the time can have negative benefits, you know what I mean? You Negative you, benefits. Well, you need to breathe fresh air, you know what I mean? Like oh, you yeah. have to be A exposed. benefit is
1: good. That's why you threw me off.
0: Oh, yeah. Sorry. Well, it, you know, if you wore a mask constantly all day, you're breathing in your own breath. There's, you know, sure. carbon dioxide that comes out. Smells you're breathing like it cheese. Back in, it yeah. Smells like cheese. Right. Got it. <laughs> I mean, if it smells like cheesecake, it's probably okay, right? <laughs> huh, huh, huh. Oh,
1: we've been good.
0: But, um, you know, there's benefits to breathing fresh air and when you're at the beach and breathing the beach air you know what i mean sure. so don't get me started on that whole thing because oh, yeah, i'll yeah. go the whole hippy dippy route but um you know i definitely think there is some benefit there there's a lot of benefit to wearing a mask when there is those peak flu seasons and stuff like oh yeah.
1: That. yeah yeah and you know what all these years we have seen some people doing that i have seen people in yeah. masks just not as many and i and historically i remember thinking Oh, I wonder if they're sick. And now
0: cancer I'm. Cancer or weakened immune we, yeah, system. Weakened something immune like system. That. Yep, yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah. And you know, the other thing is um, you talked about like the psychology of how this is affecting people. Right. Really, probably kids are being really affected by this oh, because yeah. of the, you know, inner. Even if they're not very social outside of school, at least at school, they get that socialization. You know what I mean? Oh, now yes. it's, you know, now they're. And they're on their phones a lot and stuff, too. So you would think that, oh, well, they're fine. But really, no. They really still need that interaction. So I think with kids, it's probably parents are probably spending a lot of time trying to entertain the little ones. Hopefully. And, um, you know, no extracurricular activities for them. They can't go sleep over, have birthday parties. So there's just those things they're looking forward to. Yeah, and hopefully, they'll be able to get back to that soon if we all just, you know, stay yeah. diligent.
1: Well, I mean, again, you raise a great point because for, I feel, I guess I feel like that it, adults can manage, maybe especially couples or people with roommates or situations where you live in a place with, pe- with other people, I feel like for kids, especially if you're like maybe an only child. Mm. it's it's a whole different, or the only child left at home, I feel like it's a whole different thing because you can hang out with the adults and with your parents, but it's not the same. Yeah. It's not the same as it is for us because we have other grown-up human contacts. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree with you. I I, I uh, My heart goes out to the kids because I can't imagine being you know, a teenager or younger and having had to go through this and not have any contact with my friends. Yeah.
0: And I'll tell you, they probably are starting to go a little stir crazy now. But if this would have happened to us when we were kids, we literally would have gone crazy in one day. Like, seriously. because there was no
1: like internet.
0: Well, we wanted to be outside yes. all the time. Like we were outside all the time. That was our entertainment. So I swear, our parents would have killed us after that. But day. you know what though?
1: I I, I think that's <laughs> where I disagree because y- we would have done that still. We just wouldn't have been able to get together. We, truthfully, we would have we went outside. We could have gone out by
0: ourselves. We would have gone
1: outside. It was no
0: fun by yourself. <laughs> we would
1: have probably gone outside and then tried to stay by ourselves and then ended up hanging out with our friends yeah. and then potentially getting everybody sick. And
0: then told the parents, oh no, I was no, all by myself. I was all by yeah. myself oh. all day. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly exactly well you know what
1: though when i was a kid i I, you said oh we'd be dying to get outside but there were times in my childhood like we had an atari and we had a nintendo i could have stayed i could have stayed occupied for maybe a solid week or two without going nuts and then i would have started going nuts. oh
0: yeah yeah we didn't um really have we i think we had an atari at one point but we weren't allowed to play it very much it was like
1: Yeah, we weren't allowed to play it all the time. But I think we would have been if we were stuck inside. If you're stuck
0: inside. Because then parents are like, oh, yeah, I had anything to entertain you. Stay (laughs)
1: busy. Right.
0: (laughs) Tell me. Well, speaking of getting outside, that is... A lot of people have been doing that. Yeah. I think I read something or heard something on the radio today when I was driving um, that people are getting outside their, you know, in their yard. Oh yes. A lot of people are doing fixing up stuff. I think it was like 67% of people have started some type of home project or fixing up the house or the yard or something like that. So that, that would that make was, sense.
1: You know what I noticed That's too. a high
0: percentage of people. And if you even just drive around our neighborhood, there's so many older houses yeah. that have been painted,
1: Restore, new, um, yeah
0: yeah new lawns put in or they're just people are really sprucing up so i think that's a so you're a good saying thing for this the-
1: whole virus thing was launched by the home improvement stores <laughs> And
0: it might have been, because <laughs> I'll tell you what, if you go in one of those stores, they're
1: oh, have we
0: packed as ever. Have
1: we not been to Home Depot almost oh, every day? Yeah. Almost what, every day. Dan
0: said he's going to start a um,
1: oh, Home Uber. Depot
0: Uber just Uber. to- Anybody need to go to Home Depot,
1: I'm going, <laughs> Depot. so you're on the way.
0: Because, yeah, we've, yeah, we've had some- um, Some unfortunate luck with some lighting fixtures. We have, you know, there's always something. It's coming together. You just gotta laugh about it, you know.
1: Yes, we did. We did have a. Really really good electrician come and do some work for us. And I'll talk about that a little bit more. Oh, before,
0: yes, yes. A little bit
1: later. but um, So
0: you know my favorite part about this second stage of renovation? What's that? Is that we're calling people to come and do stuff. Oh, we learned. <laughs>
1: we learned.
0: We are calling people to come and give us some estimates. And I'm getting at least three estimates from each thing that I need. Yep. And then we will... Go from there.
1: Love it. So never, that's
0: my favorite part. <laughs> I don't want to do any
1: of that stuff anymore. I want to build websites do or do my stuff. day job. And it, now,
0: the yard stuff, you know, I have been out in the yard a lot. Yes, you I've have. been helping other people with their yards. Yes. I like being outside. And I think that that is kind of a, um, a come, come, <laughs> I'm trying to say the word accumulation. Is that right? Uh, Accumulated. Let me hear it. Let me hear okay. It. It's like accumulated from me sitting around from the surgery for so long. Oh, yes. And then the um, COVID-19 f- still following that so where we're still kind of on un- lockdown a little bit. And I just want to be outside working. Sure.
1: I get you know? that totally.
0: So I have been in our yard really um, cleaning some stuff up. Yes, You've been you out there have. helping me. I
1: have. Oh, I did like When you can from your regular and- job. And pressure washing, well, you know, I took vacation, and of the entire two weeks I took, I think maybe two or three days, we actually did something, like, recreational. Yes. The rest of the time, it was work. We did
0: get to go kayaking, so... That
1: was fun. That was
0: the first time I had been kayaking since my surgery on March 6th, so I was very excited about that. Only thing I was not excited about is the fact that it was a Wednesday, people, a Wednesday. I thought, Yes there's going to be nobody on the river. I'm so excited. It's going to be like me and Dan and nature and my Zen and my peace. And there was so many people. Yes,
1: it was. It was more crowded than it normally is on the weekends when we go. And I think that goes back to what you're saying about like people working in their yard, either that's people that are out of work or, you know, we got to remember it's also summer. So people kids. are
0: coming on vacation as well, Well, too. it's also kids
1: aren't in school. And yeah. so that was a, we did see a lot of young people too. Um, but between that and then you mentioned the uh, home improvement everyone's doing. I also yeah. wanted to say, you know how like at Home Depot, when you look at the push mowers from the gas power mm. through the electrical, mm-hmm. I think there's like five or six models, maybe seven models. And then underneath the display model, there are boxes of them. Well, I noticed the other day, almost all of the boxes were gone. They had like three mowers total in stock besides I the four models. I know, that is
0: just crazy. And I was like,
1: what well, is Well, even like on?
0: chainsaws, like the little, Oh, we were having you know, trouble finding those chainsaws? too. Chainsaws, I mean, it's just crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but well, the
0: river was beautiful when yeah. we went on. We um I went we went to a new part. We went up to Emerald
1: Emerald Cut, I think it's called. Emerald
0: Cut. Yeah. And it, we've never been up that way, but it was upstream.
1: It was gorgeous. It reminded me of Juniper a lot.
0: Yes, I love Juniper so much. It was upstream though, and for your first time out after a while, that's always a nice little workout whenever you oh, go upstream. Oh, it was. It was a nice
1: and yeah. and I Forgot to put sunblock on my shoulders.
0: Yes, so you got a little toasty. And, and
1: the history of my life as a Floridian, <laughs> I have never been as burned as I was this time. And I think it was because we spent so much time in the yard.
0: It's so rep- it was repetitive. But I was yeah. like
1: blistered, and yeah. so it's uh, yeah. yeah. So so. Use Sunblock.
0: sunblock, (laughs) And there's a really great place in Winter Garden. It's called Wildflower by Jessica. And they sell all natural, um, you know, um, skincare. Yep. I love that place. Is that
1: the stuff you give me with the zinc in it? Yeah. So they have an
0: awesome Sunblock. Now it's only SPF 15, but you know by using it, it's got zinc in it. And it's got some different oils and stuff in it that are, you know, help to kind of protect the skin. And it keeps the sun off when you put it on.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you put it on thick and just have that <laughs> yeah. white stuff, you know, smeared on you, it it's works like really when good. When you
0: were a kid, remember the white stuff they used to put, you know, the oh, lifeguards yeah. always had on the nose, uh, yeah. and then they made them in colors. Which I'm sure. sure, when you add those, you know, dyes to it, it's not really good for not your good for skin you anymore. But the zinc is good. Yeah. Well,
1: you know what? Um, we the other thing I did is I went to the beach with Rachel, which was really fun. But this was the first time I could also recall I was so burned by the time we went to the beach that I pulled the umbrella, huge umbrella, really far down over me. So I was like almost sticking up in the umbrella and I have my legs covered with a towel and I got <laughs> zero sun, but it was really fun. We laid out on the beach and it was yeah. peaceful and it was just, yeah. I was reading. Sometimes
0: and, it's nice to just sit in the shade at the beach and you do have that little bit of a breeze coming off. And the, and and
1: the waves. It's just and, so
0: relaxing there. And
1: then the rain hit. Yeah. And we did the mad dash back to the car. (laughs) And as soon as we got back to the car with everything loaded and we're trying to dry off, it stopped raining. It's
0: how it always happens. Every single time. Every single time. It was really fun though.
1: It was a fun thing to do.
0: You know what? So we, everybody knows we're still in these home renovations, but after the renovations are done and everything kind of goes back where we can start gathering with family and friends, we're going to start a family game night
1: yes that you like you keep once a that.
0: month or once every other month whenever the older kids can kind of come and yeah. get together with us yep. you know we'll plan it out two months ahead so that everybody can actually save be that fun. date. That'll
1: be really fun. I'll
0: probably have a grandbaby by then.
1: Yeah. So the ba-
0: so that'll be baby time. See? Indeed. Indeed.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know how you can do family game night with, uh, with yeah. baby duty, but who knows? Yeah. Maybe so. I,
0: I just, uh, I think Monopoly will be the game we're not playing. Oh, though. come
1: on.
0: Just Monopoly. But when you have larger groups of people, oh, things like not, charades yeah. and yeah, Trivial Monopoly Pursuit doesn't. and interactive games are the ones that are fun to play. Pictionary that's with like, true. we could get one of the big posters. Dictionary, yeah. One of the big Post-it boards. Yeah. Or a, probably a dry erase, so we're saving paper. But a big dry erase board fun. with different colors and stuff, that would be fun.
1: I love that game. Yeah. And these are also good ideas for what to do now when you're stuck home. You know, we Sorry. we talked about this a little bit more, uh, or a little bit prior in our other show, mm-hmm. but what can you do when you're stuck at home? Board game nights ago. I get why people don't like Monopoly. The thing about Monopoly yes. is when you're losing, it is a slow death for the next hour and a half instead of just being able to fold out. And
0: so when I was younger, we used to play Monopoly where um, in the center, anytime you would land on like, um, where you had to pay taxes or anytime you had to pay money to the bank, it went in the center of the board. And when you landed on free parking, you got the money in the middle. And it started with like $500. Like you spent, stuck $500 right. in there so if somebody is like has no money they could win like thousands of dollars and come yeah. back in the game or, but yes you're right it can make it last forever yeah I was gonna <laughs> say or
1: what if it's like the person that's winning that lands on it
0: sorry guys my I, in the video if you're watching me these headphones hurt my ears do they now? well it's like it hurts my dr- eardrum it's weird
1: that is weird What well, I, I know, know. Um, anyway. <laughs> well, anyway, so I highly recommend not doing puzzles either, especially if they're, uh, you know, been uh, opened already.
0: Oh, whatever. Because <laughs> Rachel Please. and I
1: did like a 2,000-piece puzzle, and there were three pieces missing at the end, so it was, yes. a, it was a disappointment, but and video games are also a good thing to do with your family.
0: Yeah. And speaking of
1: which... We, uh, Jacob and Rachel were together here this past weekend for Father's Day. That's right. And we sat down and played, we haven't done that in ages. We sat down and played some old school Mario games and Mario Brothers, and it was really fun. You
0: got your special, um, request for breakfast made. I
1: did. You made me an amazing breakfast. I appreciate that. The French toast You're that was great. Well, Everybody you deserve enjoyed that. it. Well, thank you.
0: And of course, everybody's c- catch... Everybody is just constantly watching the ne- Netflix shows, and now I'm on like the HBO that we have now. Is it HBO Go or Now? HBO, uh, HBO Now. HBO Max. Oh, Max, That's yes. That's what we
1: have. You have friends back from I now. have
0: friends back, so I have my sleep show back. But um, one of the shows I've been watching is The Politician
1: that's the name of that show so
0: I binged watch that when I was at um Kim and Martin's dog sitting one time right and at night I would just you know was binge watching it and it is hilarious
1: that's the game that you play uh, while I'm on my iPad
0: yes I binge watch <laughs> tvs and I love pose I love um legendary you have it's all these ballroom. shows ballroom yeah. I literally don't uh, watch it. tv
1: I don't know why I want a big TV, but...
0: I know, you really do want want a big TV. I want it for movies. I want it for movies.
1: And speaking of which, we watched the Harry Potter movies, all 47 of them. (laughs) Or however it was many. a
0: lot of movies. It was, it was a lot I of movies. I see why the kids really loved those movies because too. they grew up with them.
1: I do too. So it's and different
0: coming from an adult yeah. watching all eight or nine of them because we're critiquing. Yeah. But kids weren't doing that. They were and, growing up with these characters. And
1: honestly, I liked the movies, especially maybe the last three. I just felt like, you know, and again, I never want... I, the, J.K. Rowling has the greatest success story and I'm, and I'm so happy for her. And that the success of the parks and the books and the movies and it's great. And I was excited to watch them after all these years because I just never got around to it. But it just felt very repetitive for me. And maybe it's one of those things like Breaking Bad where it when you watch it back to back, maybe it's not the same as having to wait a while in between Mm -hmm. the movies or maybe you're right. Maybe it's people grew up with the movies like the last one was pretty good to me. Like I was I was really interested in it, but. I feel like I could have watched maybe two of them and and really stayed. I was starting to drift after all that time. It's like how
0: people were when like Twilight came out and they kind of grew up with those characters. Yes, exactly. Trying to think if there was any movies like that when we were little. Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. I think that was about it though. That was
1: about it. And I only ever saw the first one as a kid. So I never got into those episodic movie kind of things, you know? Okay. I don't think. I'm trying to remember. I mean, there were TV shows that were episodic that we watched, like G.I. Joe and stuff like that, but I don't remember movies. Oh, Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Oh, Back to the Future.
0: You know what, my favorite. Amazing. Now, this wasn't as a kid, but as an adult, I have a favorite episode, trilogy.
1: Hunger Games, easy. Hunger Games, That's your favorite books, too.
0: Yes, and so I've read the books many times, but you got me The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Yep. And it... Was amazing. And you burned I read through it, it in, in two, days. two days. Yes, it was exactly what I. It was more than what I was um, thinking it would have been. But it the spin that she took on it. Woo.
1: Well, that was. Yeah, a, I don't want to give
0: it away because I don't know. If some people haven't read it if they're if they are fans. Those but. were
1: prequels, or that's a prequel. It's a I I can't say prequel now for some. It is minute. a prequel. prequel.
0: Yes, so it is all about. It's basically about the story of, the pre- of President Snow, his nice. beginnings. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm going to say. Because oh, it nice. is really, what she did in that book is, um, uh, I, yeah, I don't want to say much more. I'm not going to say much more. Anyway, she, she told a very good story about President Snow.
1: All right. Well, I'll be looking forward to watching the movie with you.
0: Yes. You don't want to read the book?
1: Uh, well, you know what it is? I when If I have time to read, I feel like I should be writing, as we mm. as you hear me say often. Mm-hmm. And speaking of which, and I don't know why my notes are weirding out on you, me. You,
0: you have done some writing.
1: I have done some writing, and I also wanted to mention my books.
0: Yes, you should.
1: That's what you're, the you're podcast talking about is reading for. In the book, well, it's not normally I mean, what it's not. supposed to be for. And, and I've yeah, said but re- We could talk about that. I've said repeatedly that I don't want to use it for plugging, but I'm going to plug tonight because I do have two novels, if you're not familiar with them. I write under my full name, Daniel Fox, and I have a book called In the Dark and I have a book called Lies that Bind. That's my latest novel. I am working on a three-part series now. I'm probably eh, maybe an eighth of a way through the first of those three books. Yeah, Um, and it's been a little slower writing because of how busy we are. But I am thrilled uh, to to continue the story, and I'm genuinely excited for everybody to read it because I I I get
0: to read it, some of it soon. Yeah, oh, I want you to read it soon. How many chapters in? Did you say you want me to read?
1: I would like for you to read maybe the first four right now, and let me know how it goes. But for the books that I do have. The first book that I have written is called In the Dark, and I was gonna have this ready, but I don't have it ready, so I'm gonna reach over no. here.
0: And I'm gonna
1: grab a copy of it.
0: Why not?
1: From up here, and read the back of In the Dark. So, what would you do if you couldn't remember your own life? If all you had were fragmented and foggy memories it seemed out of place. That's how I'm learning to live. I catch myself questioning everything and everyone. Every person is a stranger, even my own wife and our son. Just when I think I'll go mad from this, I get glimpses, visions of events and people that sometimes seem familiar, but other times these apparitions are otherworldly and threatening. Are these visions just a result of the accident, senseless chatter from my damaged brain, or are they echoes of my real memories? With every day that passes, I get a growing feeling that something isn't right. The darkness in my mind plays tricks on me as if intentionally. Am I grasping at straws as I lose my mind? Or is there something more sinister happening? Things are getting worse now, and it's a race against time to find out the truth, lest I end up living the rest of my life like this, lost in the dark.
0: Your voice changes when you read your blurbs. <laughs> Does it? It gets like really deep and sultry. I like it. Oh, nice, nice. All right. Well I'm gonna read this other one. Can time. I read that
1: one? I would love that.
0: All right. Let's see if I can see it. Okay. That's... All right. Ready? Let's see if I do as good All as right. you did. I'm not gonna get the deep voice like this though. <laughs> I'm just gonna do
1: angie okay. voice. Okay. This one's Lies That Bind, my newest novel, right? Lies That
0: Bind yeah. by Daniel Fox running lying pretending all of my life that's all i have ever known it's how my family has survived in those small spaces between the mundane day-to-day tasks that's where most people make real connections with each other or so i've heard i'm not allowed to make those connections i'm not allowed to hold on to anything these are risks at any minute we have to be ready to run it doesn't matter how far we've traveled Or how will, sorry, or how well we hide. The madman always knows where to find us. It's as if he has some supernatural tracking power. How does he do it? The police can't help us. No one can help us. It's time to run again, but this time it's different. I've broken the rules. I know this. But I don't know, I don't want to let her go. I want to stay here and live my life like a normal person. I can't take this anymore. He is the sole reason for all of this, and he will never go away. The only way to end this is to make him stop. So that's what I'm going to do. Ooh, awesome. so good!
1: <laughs> Thank you for reading. That's a that. great blurb. So not that I
0: haven't read it before, but
1: so those are it's great. those are my book blurbs. Thank you for reading that one. And just one more plug on my books before we move on to the next topic is. Through some of those author uh, meetings that we did with, uh, that I did for a while with like Jamie Engel Mm -hmm. and uh, Steve Altier and Scott Stevens and a bunch of those other authors that I've met and become friends with, we talked about log lines. Log lines are literally one or two sentences that describe your book that you have Mm -hmm. to learn. So I'm going to read those two. So In the Dark, the one I read with the deeper voice, very quick, but here's a log line for that one. Steve Lewis can't remember his family, yet the rest of his memory remains intact. Voices in the dark begin to haunt him.
0: Oh, that's great! And
1: that's it. Yeah. For that one. Okay. And then lies that bind. A teenage boy is stalked by a deranged criminal, while a middle-aged couple, longing for children, consider the unthinkable.
0: That's great too. That's, that's, it. that's awesome. I had fun doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Those. Uh, those classes. Um, you learned a lot from those. Those oh, um, really have. Zoom meetings, and don't you have something in the works with an author that we interviewed?
1: Something in the works. Something in
0: the, the works.
1: Something in the, this is where I repeat with the, things
0: with the with the library thing. So, oh with yes, the-
1: <laughs> Greg Prado. Yeah, I don't want to say too much <laughs> about to it hint. <laughs> because we are still in sort of the early stages of kind of mapping out but he mm. has a really really cool event planned yes and he's invited me to become part of it and i uh i need to touch base with him and kind of see what we're doing with that because yeah. i i'd love to continue to be part of it but i props to greg for that one and we'll yeah. t- i hate to be so secretive but he's yeah. not i don't think we're ready to talk about i don't it remember
0: yet. what episode that we interviewed greg prado on but
1: oh i don't either you but gotta look up, look, look it up on our website yeah that was and a good one it. it wasn't that yeah. long ago
0: yeah yeah, um, so a lot of people have been working out, too. That's another thing people have been doing while they're staying at home, just to switch topics here, because we were kind of talking about that before.
1: That is, and watching the Apple keynote.
0: <laughs> that, That's what that some you're people working were out. Doing. <laughs> One person was doing that.
1: It was exciting. They talked about <laughs> iOS 14 coming to the iPhones, yeah. the new iPad. I don't know what
0: that, which iOS are we on now? I don't 13. even know. 13. Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) Uh, The new iPad OS, the new Mac OS, and here's the thing. Here's a cool thing about this, too, in quarantine, because watching the Apple keynote is so exciting for me that I took the day off to do it, so that was another day where Mm -hmm. I I did do some housework, too, but but the cool thing is, afterwards, I have these discussions with Angie, kind of telling her about the whole thing, and the whole Apple keynote doubles as like a sleeping agent, so if... I tell her about it. She falls asleep. That's how it works. That's how it works. It,
0: it, make, it makes me very, um, you know, peaceful, well, I, I guess.
1: Well, on that note, we better change subjects before you fall asleep during the interview, <laughs> or during the interview, during the podcast here.
0: Oh, uh, well, we did have um, very much fun kayaking. I think you put a little video together oh, of that, I did. didn't you?
1: Yeah, I sure did. And yeah. that is a perfect segue As if not planned, for us to take a very quick break. We're going to play that video that that I put together from uh, some of the GoPro footage. It's very quick, but uh, for those of you that are watching the video here on YouTube or on our website, because this is not a Facebook Live, check this out. For those of you listening to the audio version of the podcast, hang tight, and we'll be right back either way. That was fun. I wish we were back out there right now. (laughs) I
0: know. I love kayaking so much.
1: (laughs) I do too. So guys, as we are in the back half of the show and we're working towards wrapping up here, we wanted to tell you how, if you are wondering how you can help with the virus, especially being cooped up at home, you know, we talk a lot normally about helping the community, helping local artists, local businesses, and local charities, and there are still ways, even at home that you can help with the virus and of course that is to donate you know the Mm -hmm. virus is all over the news and you know we need to be informed but it's also sort of taking the focus off of some of those organizations that you might normally donate to Mm -hmm. Um, i know that uh, i've read a few things about how some of these charities are struggling now because people would normally be in sort of the rhythm. I'm hanging off the screen here would, would be in the rhythm of knowing that we always donate or we always go volunteer on Friday or whatever. And now they're kind of, they're drifting. So they need your help now really more than ever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, and there's, you know, there's so many of those local ones, like you said, are suffering and they're trying to help. Yep. But Just like you said, attention is taken away from them. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know um, my
1: focus has been off of that for a while. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, of course, anything you're donating towards is very much appreciated. So if you are donating towards something that is dealing with the virus, of course, that is very much appreciated. But there is something called Charity Navigator. Yep. um, And they evaluate charities using, like, a number-based system um, and they have a running list of nonprofits working in the communities that are affected by the virus. Right. So that's a great, you know, resource to kind of look at as well. Um, those, you know, that's going to be like charities that are focused on like medical services, relief supply, nice. relief supplies, and things like that. So they
1: like help you find the yeah, right charity, and
0: probably helping those on the front lines yes. that you know, p- you know, maybe certain hospitals that are lacking in supplies. Um, so yeah, that charity navigator is a, a great thing to check out.
1: That's awesome. So yep. I'll put a link in the description of the show notes to mm-hmm. charity navigator. There's also a website, <clears throat> excuse me, called Global Giving. Now this mm-hmm. is a crowdfunded community and they connect to nonprofits as well. They connect to donors, they connect to companies. And they have set a goal of reaching $5 million in donations. The money that they receive goes towards, just like you just said, emergency medical workers, communities in need, providing medical supplies to hospitals, and helping to deliver essentials to families. So I will also put a link to the Global Giving website on there. And just like when we were part of the... Megacon thing that we did, mm-hmm. um, it, CyberCon, sorry, it was a CyberCon. sort of a replacement yeah. for, but with the Hanging with Web show, those folks put that together. Um, and we were part of that show. And again, thank you guys for letting us be part of that. Um, Hanging with Web is uh, always great to be associated with them. But that was for the COVID 19 relief fund that mm-hmm. we talked about, that all those shows yeah. talked about through the telethon weekend. I'll put a link to how you can donate directly to the COVID-19 relief fund as well, Mm -hmm. because we haven't really talked much about that since we were on the show. Yeah. Since we were on the, the, yeah. Yeah. I keep saying the show, but I guess it was kind of a telethon.
0: Yeah, it was. It was very much was a telethon, a very long telethon. It was actually really cool. It was. Um, Yeah. I mean, there's just, there's so many different ways to give. Some people maybe don't want to give like monetary donations Or, you know, they have some extra supplies or something. So if you want to give like toward um, medical supplies, I'm sure there's, you know, lots of places that will accept, you know, the certain type of mask that you have to wear. I always forget the number. I should know this. But, you know, and 95, whatever it is. But um, there's also some place called Relief International. Yep. It's um, it operates in 16 countries and it helps um, refugees, families that have been displaced from their homes. Um, and, you know, it's really helping in those areas where people have really been hit the hardest. Yeah. You think of more impoverished. Yes, we've been hit hard. Right but there's these countries, you know, impoverished, com- country- I can't talk tonight, impoverished countries, yeah. refugee camps that have really been hit hard. Sure. So the Relief International is helping in those areas. Those are um, much more
1: fragile environments too than ours. I mean, it's yeah. like you said, it's hit us hard, but I mean, they, they don't have the uh, medical supplies or the the infrastructure to even get away from it or to get help when they need it, a lot of those places. so. Yeah. And,
0: um, and the virus has hit every oh, country, I you know. know, it is, there's not any place that it hasn't gotten to. Yeah. And we can thank our travel and everything like that, because that's how viruses spread quickly. Indeed, nowadays.
1: it is. And I want to reiterate something because you just pointed out if you want to do it a different way, but where I, where I mentioned global giving the website that you can go to for that's, that's trying to raise the $5 million. Mm-hmm. That is specifically if you just want to give money, if you just yeah. want to give money, which is i don't know that we normally say it this way but of course all charities can always use money but i think now more than ever where volunteering is out for most of these places that is one of the biggest ways that you can still give and you can still help
0: well you know usually um charities love like other types of giving that you can do especially your volunteering your time um, and donating items, but the the great thing about monetary gifts that you give is the fact that 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 charity knows specifically specifically what people need. Yes. Um. So a lot of them are starting like Amazon wish lists yes. because they know what the needs of the community that they're helping in is. Right. You know, is it it they maybe they have plenty of clothes. They don't need clothes. Right. You know what I mean. So they know. Okay, we specifically need boys underwear size 4t to 5t you oh, know yeah. what I mean it's something sure. specific so that's the great thing about giving monetarily yeah and especially now with the Amazon wish list and smile Amazon where you yes. can choose the ch- your charity of choice yep. where you want your um, a proceed of every dollar you spend goes to the charity of your choice yeah so make sure if you haven't done that that you select a charity and and every time that you shop, go through the Smile Amazon. Yeah, it's um,
1: smile.amazon.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll put that in the show notes, too, because... I, I just
0: thought of that. You
1: know, what's funny is I toggle back and forth on that one between Bags of Hope Central Florida and Alex's Lemonade Stand.
0: Well, now so. we got the Care Foundation. And now too. we got the Care Foundation. Oh, that was a cool <laughs> so interview by get, the way. Yeah. So, I'm so excited to go check that out. When, I am you know too. how excited I get with like wildlife, I am, you know? I, oh, yeah, I know and I love get. what they're just all about. I love their hands-on approach even though I know that's not the norm of what we're supposed to teach people about wildlife. But it really made sense of why they're hands-on with their animals. Yeah. These are animals that are never going back into the wild. Yeah. And the so best way for them, them to take care of them is to do that hands-on approach. So it makes vetting them easier, handling them easier when they need to relocate them or something like mm-hmm. calm them down, whatever it may be. Yeah. So yeah,
1: yeah, I'm excited to go do that too. That's yeah. going to be really cool. And that, that when we get the opportunity to volunteer for them, I really would like to go do yeah. that too. Yeah. um As long as I don't have to go into any of the big cages or anything. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I'm sort of half you joking. Just look
0: outside the cage at the beautiful animal that's I- inside of it. We talked yeah. a little
1: bit about that. Obviously, you don't volunteer there and get to go straight in to do that. Yeah. But we mentioned bags of hope, so I want to take a minute to plug bags of hope. That is one of our favorite local charities. Mm -hmm. They do so much for the community. They do so much for people that are displaced, as they Mm -hmm. say, that are uh, found themselves in a tough spot and need some financial assistance. Maybe they need some clothes. Maybe they need some food. And Bags of Hope, they have historically done this thing where they go out to these communities Mm -hmm. and they set up these tents. And they, uh they you have know, a
0: community event. You know, it, it, it's where, like a
1: barbecue. It's yeah. really, really cool, and it's not. Uh, they sit down with everybody. sits down with everybody, and it's like a yeah. family communal thing. The yeah. kids have games and books. They have a fresh produce stand they set up. It's a, it's a very, very cool place. A yeah, very cool and it go,
0: and it goes beyond just the here. What are your Necessities that you need. It's um, it's a mentoring program yep. in place. They help place you. Um, help placing. You know, helping find jobs, work on yep. resumes. There's all sorts of um things that they're trying to help the community. So, yeah, love it so much.
1: I do too. And as we are sort of wrapping up here yeah. and kind of going through the plugs, I wanted to mention the electrician that I talked a little bit about earlier. Yes. If you're looking for any electrical work to be done, please contact the electrical surgeon. Arturo. Thank you, electrical
0: surgeon. Arturo is
1: great. <laughs> The number on screen there, 407 491 for those of you that are listening to the podcast. Or you can go to his brand new website at www.electricalsurgeon.com. And as we Loved talked about- it. Bags of Hope. Also, I wanted to switch back for a minute and remind you that you can go to episode two of the It's All Fine and Angie podcast mm-hmm. to see an interview with Rhonda Santolin, who runs Bags of Hope. Or you can go to www.bohcfl.info to get more information That's on right. that. And as Angie mentioned, the Care Foundation, you can mm-hmm. go to the thecarefoundation.org yep. to get more information on that.
0: Yes. And what I'm so excited about is um, a piece of furniture that I dropped off to Joellen, who is the owner of Shabby Joes. Oh,
1: I am excited about that, too. Yes. I should have had a before and after picture ready of that.
0: We'll do it next week. We there will we have go. to. Well, she's going to be on the show July 7th. So sh- be,
1: Let's save it for that. That'd yeah, be great. Yeah.
0: So, um, so Joellen has started her own little business. She's the mama of three children. And she does like distressed furniture, but she also makes furniture or ref- um, refinishes pieces. Wow! And so we sent her a picture of what we wanted, yep. and took the piece to her, and it will be done on Sunday. So we're super excited oh, to go I am pick so excited. it up. It
1: is a it is an old yes. school. What is that called?
0: Hoiser. 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 Yeah,
1: it's like me, a little. It looks like an old kitchen counter yeah, from like the 30s or 20s. They used to do their 20s. cooking
0: and bread making and everything. Yeah. On there it was like their little pantry and yeah. cooking area. And um, so we're making a little coffee bar out of it. Well, yeah. um, Joe we, is we, doing we that for us. We are making a coffee bar yes. out of it. Yeah, But um, Shabby Joes, I think we'll have a picture up on the screen. You can find her at Shabby Joes on Facebook or give her a shout at 321-228-2928. And we will be working with... Um, shabby joe and the old red barn of geneva for an upcoming fundraiser in july which we will keep you guys posted on that
1: that's right and one final plug speaking of fundraisers if you want to raise funds for me directly you can (laughs) buy one of my books as we spoke about a little bit earlier angie read the uh helped read one of the blurbs but again i write under my full name that's daniel fox you can go to danielfoxbooks.com to buy either Lies That Bind, which is my latest novel, or In the Dark, which is my first novel. They are all available there in print, and you can get an autographed copy if you order directly from me. I'll even sign it directly to you with a personalized message. But you can also order it through my website or directly from Amazon.com. It's also Mm -hmm. available. Uh, In the Dark is available on Audible. I'm working on an Audible version or an audio version of Lies That Bind. You can get either of them from iBooks, from Apple, on the Amazon Kindle, Barnes & Noble in print, or Barnes & Noble for your Barnes & Noble Nook. So Pretty you can,
0: much everywhere. You
1: can watch them on any I <laughs> uh, watch. You can read them. I, I always think of it like a movie when you're reading a book, but <laughs> you can read them on the paper book, on your e-reader, like your Kindle, or your Nook, or on your phone, or on your iPad, or whatever you want to do.
0: All so, right.
1: Anyway, that wraps up the show this time. And I keep saying tonight, but really you guys are all going to hear this on Thursday like our normal podcast.
0: So, yes. So thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to give us a rating and... If you would like to, a review would be wonderful. And make sure to hit that subscribe button so that you know when we will have a new show available, which is usually every Thursday. Not usually. It is every Thursday. And then keep an eye out on our social media under Fine and Dangy so that you know when we will be having some more Facebook Lives.
1: That's right. So we'll have some more of those coming up. You can catch us on all the major platforms on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, YouTube, and many more. And I think that wraps the show for today.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much for listening to us this evening. Hope you're staying safe and healthy. And remember, at the end of each and every day, it's It's all all fine fine and and dandy.